recording. Well, hey man, you're the one. I said let's record 20 minutes ago. So much. Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. I'm like still in my sweaty clothes because I'm trying to hike this year and I'm putting in that on wax so I can hold myself accountable. Like I live next to a, I live in LA where weather is nice and I live next to Runyon Canyon. It's like it's just like the world's my playground. I don't have the awesome excuse of being John in the winter Runyon. months. I don't. I, you know what I mean, though. Like when in the winter in Illinois, you have like a six month span where you're like, I would have to physically go somewhere in shit weather to to exercise. That's um, where I'm I don't at have right that now. Ex- I don't yep. have that excuse, so I'm trying to go out and do it. Anyways, it start. It makes you kind of like weird and existential when you're out there because I'm like, I usually always went with Taylor, but I let myself get so out of shape. I feel like between the end of summer all the way through like christmas i just felt like i looked back That's, and i'm like yep i, I think i'm in maybe I'm like, the worst shape i've ever like, been in right did now I, and i was just like oh my last night i was like I did drink like a million beers. I said to Taylor, I was like, I got into IPAs. That's your, that's what you do when you're a male and a white male and in your thirties, you get into IPAs. Uh, and so that, that did it, I think. And, uh, I don't know, just like, you know, smoking, I guess a ton. Um, but you know what it is. That's how it is. And now I'm going by myself to like, I'm like, Hey man, I'll head start you. We'll go again as a, a cute couple hiking at one point. But right now I'm just like struggling to survive. Anyways, see weird shit i'm walking today uh and there's like this fucking hawk carrying this huge branch like this like massive branch and like landing in a tree to like make a hawk nest or something birds of prey swirling around and stuff it's weird it's really weird um and you've been away from illinois for too long so you're like oh my god nature well that probably aren't exposed to it being an illinois kid i'll never and i said it I say it all the time, especially to people from California uh, or states with mountains. I'm never not in awe of mountains. It, oh, it me always too. Makes me it mountains blows my mind. is crazy. Yeah, because we're like we're the we're the prairie state in Illinois. It's just our flat, brains flat, flat. developed in environments that didn't have backdrops. We didn't develop that. We like I no, just like that seriously. Was, yeah, no, it's true. When, when you when when scientists raised cats in different environments, kittens that had vertical oriented bars and horizontal oriented bars. They they developed differently. Their their way that they think and behaved developed differently. Um, the plasticity of the brain is what they're testing, and so no hills. We grow flat. up with no hills in a flat like landscape that's only corn and soybeans, and mm-hmm. then you have to like think about the people like D who grew up partly in Tucson, which mm-hmm. has it's like gorgeous. totally wrapped around like, absolutely with mountains. gorgeous, yeah. yeah, and like and like red rock and like awesome probably cool. changes how you think about landscape and everything it's crazy yeah i mean if you drive through the country you totally get that perspective like when I we haven't talked about LA, football once no not yet but i saw a fucking crazy ass bird of prey carrying a huge branch it blew my mind and didn't made you think of the eagles i no it didn't because i was like <laughs> how will i i was like how could i tie this in the falcons no and I was like, when I was walking, uh, and I guess I could have done the Eagles, but it wasn't an Eagle. There has been Falcon happenings. There have been. been Falcon All right, happenings. good call. That that Falcon was Bill Belichick carrying the Super Bowl dreams of the Atlanta Falcons on my walk. Sorry. I'm a little tired. I've been rambling. I segued you out of it. I'm sweaty. I'm such an asshole. Okay, guys, here's the thing. We gave you an extra long episode last week because we felt so bad. This week will probably be a little bit shorter because we already – we already kind of covered the loser teams who fucking suck ass and aren't in the playoffs. Loser freaks, and loser freaks. So we obviously have the wild card weekend to cover the upcoming divisional round to predict, but we also haven't really seen any developments on the head coaching like carousel. There's been minor, different interviews, minor developments. Yeah, there's been in interviews terms like of like Luke checking boxes. So, like Luke mentioned, Belichick has interviewed with the Falcons. I believe he mm-hmm. interviewed somewhere else. I know Harbaugh interviewed first with the Chargers um, and then with another team. So, like, what it appears to me, 
things are going to develop slowly until these big fish settle on a place. And then I think a lot of the other dominoes are going to start to fall. So as that happens, we'll obviously cover it in the coming weeks. You think somebody, uh, but you, you, when you say that, you mean like a Harbaugh? I think or Belichick, Belichick and Harbaugh. Yeah. Yeah. Just those one those are other? two big names. Yeah. I think both, I think both of those are the big names on the market for two different reasons. And I think wh- whether one or the other signs first, I think it's going to start like a chain reaction. Cool. And we'll get to it when we talk about these wildcard matchups, but there were speculations about some of the fucking axemen coming for the heads of these wildcard coaches after some of these performances. We'll Whatever have news team, for that as well. If I was in charge of the team getting Belichick, I would release that Super Bowl week and try to steal as many headlines as I could. That'd be very funny. Um, there were jokes aplenty about his interview with the Falcons, and it was like, can you tell me about a time you faced adversity? Yeah. Very funny. And, and how you overcame it. That's, of course, yeah. if you're new here, um, Be- Bill Belichick and the Patriots were down infamously. Infamously. Was I think it was 28-3. 27-3, okay. 28-3 to the Falcons in the Super Bowl, and they won that game. So the Falcons yeah, I'll never forget the Bill iconic. It makes sense three- to me three-quarter image view of of tom brady on the bench and i'm like oh no he's locked in and that was such a cool moment to like look back on um but let's talk about these wild card games because honestly just like summarizing the whole weekend less competitive than i would have thought and less competitive than i would have liked which really Mm -hmm. sucks because you have good teams shitting the bed in a playoff game winner go home so what does that say about culture? What does that say about coaching? I'm not sure. We'll start with the Browns versus Texans, and this is one of those blowout games. Luke and I split on picks. I had three correct last week. He had four. We still have uh, four more games on the slate, so we'll see how that goes. Well, let me think. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven more games. Sorry. So we'll see how that goes. But let's talk about this Texans-Browns game because Luke correctly predicted that C.J. Stroud would be in possession of the gym. He would go Super Saiyan. He would uh, summon the dragon to resurrect all of his fallen kin. Um, He would throw touchdowns aplenty. He would throw deep shots that would just rocket off of his wrist. Um, He looked like he was fully in charge, and Flacco had nothing for it. Miles Garrett didn't do shit to impact the game from what I saw. Tell me what you no. saw, Luke. No. I mean, that's a good defense. We've been saying it for a while how good that defense is. And that was my only sort of fear, I guess. Um, but I felt very confident in Stroud, and I felt very confident about the the high this team was riding in on. I, I, at the end of the day, the Cleveland Browns riding into the playoffs with – Joe Flacco is a cute story. They were eleven and six. They were, and it's amazing. And 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 Flacco what won like what four or five games? Like I'm saying, like it's amazing, uh, at least three. But when you look at it now in hindsight, it's like where were they gonna? What were they gonna do versus this team playing at home that has all the youth and all the like excitement and all of the like fire in the world and also not not, and it's not even just like i think there's something to be said for ignorance too dude are you calling me an idiot right now in like so many words you're like how could they ever compete against the texans and there's something to be said about ignorance about this no i'm saying no i know i'm just kidding there's something to say about the texans youth and ignorance in that right they they were intimidated Right, they're not afraid in that moment. Like Stroud, it makes me sit there and like think like I don't know what Stroud put in it year to two. Georgia in the playoffs last year. He fucking put it to the best defense I've ever seen. And he didn't have a reason to be scared. Rookie NFL playoffs, like he went in like with nothing to lose, and that's that's not usually how you see young guys in those moments. I mean, like I think of Josh Allen's first few years, like. I think Josh Allen is a rookie. He was fantastic, but, like, crucial fumbles in the playoffs, like, stuff like that. And I know this is only the wild card. I know this is only the wild card. I'm just, like, That was a top-five defense at worst, like, logically cold. the number one Unbothered. defense. Unbothered. And we absolutely dropped dimes all over them, made them look bad. Like, factually. He played, he played like, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. With like, a lesser supporting cast by far. It was awesome. 
It was, it was fun, really cool to see. I thought it was a fun game to watch. I know a blowout isn't fun, but I actually found the blowout to be more interesting than some, you know, we'll get to them, but other games where they were just kind of like blah, like boring football. I'd have to agree. And the thing is... Highlights, dude. Fucking CJ Stroud was putting putting together like career highlights in one game. It was gorgeous. <laughs> it was like, I think it was... The Bears are catching flack for not taking him as you can imagine and like right in retrospect revisionist history it you can do that yeah obviously I mean. bryce young was the consensus number one quarterback coming out of college you last year go ahead and to take everybody i felt that way to too. everybody that's what everybody said i ha- i'm an ohio state homer and i had reservations about stroud i maintain to this day that there has to be a like a lot more credit given to bobby slowick than people are the offensive coordinator. I think he's done a great job of playing to CJ Stroud's strengths because I know what CJ's good at and he's showcasing it every week. There's a reason why he's playing well. They're letting him do what he's good at. Justin's never had that benefit of the doubt. A lot of young quarterbacks aren't given that benefit of the doubt. Well, um, Justin, they play him and Justin has the mobility that they that like sort of really play up that they don't do with Stroud. Stroud is sitting back in like a spread. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, it looks like it, I was telling the Taylor and I felt this way about Jordan Love when we get to it. it. It felt like high school. Like, it felt like literally watching high school highlights. Yeah, well, he's... Take five, like, you know, three to five steps and sling a fucking pass down the field. Like, yeah, there's that. And, dude, CJ, his arm talent and his ball placement is is next level. And, like, yeah, people gave him a lot of shit for his, like, bad testing score or whatever. But he's proven people wrong. He's proven me wrong in terms of how he's handled the mental rigors of the league. And the fact that he's been open and honest about that has been so cool. Because what I saw from him was going from a phenom in Justin, I thought, to a kid that was like almost losing games with Marvin Harrison out there and Emeka Egbuka because he was getting shook. I saw that and I almost never forgave him for it. Um, Perhaps I should have forgiven him much sooner because he was a great quarterback at Ohio State. All I want to say is I'm not sure if Texans continue to make noise in this playoff race, but like this team has shown that they are on a really good forward path. This pick six by Christian Harris, the linebacker, happened right after a sideline interaction where D'Amico was literally scheming it up for him. D'Amico, a prior linebacker in the league. Go, like This is why you get young coaching. This guy's coaching like he's a player coach anyway. So it's happy to see... This is a maligned franchise that needed this like reinjection of youth and positivity. So it's a great story. Yeah, without Good a doubt. You. Oh, thank you. This team is just so fun, dude. And it's not even like it's no, 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 no. It is. It is the. It is the coolest Texans team in the history of the franchise ever. Because ever. even with JJ Watt, close. even with JJ Watt wearing his Letterman and stuff like that, you had you never not had a QB on the other side. And aside from Deshaun Watson, who was impressive and had potential got for the first hurt, few years, was impressive got and then and had then controversy. Became what it was. And before that, you had Schaub dropping five thousand yard seasons and never even getting like any attention from mm-hmm. anybody. Mm-hmm. And the Andre Johnson. So, yeah. like, the Andre Johnson, Mario Williams era was pretty cool, but nothing like this, and they didn't have the success The optimism like this, is so. unreal, and I don't I, – I believe – I I believe the Texans, if they – oh, my God, I'll say it. I think the Texans could go all the way to the Super Bowl. I, if, I, if, okay, so I, let me say I'm this. I'm not kidding. There are other QBs that we'll get to that are also playing on fire. Um, Stroud's on fire. I still don't think he has the supporting cast to do that, but that was the excuse I gave for the Browns beating them was that the supporting cast would overwhelm. But look, man, they're playing great. The coaching on that team is exceptional. I want to highlight that again. D'Amico Ryans is going to be the coach of the year. Slowick is the breakout offensive coordinator of the year. I think even more above and beyond Ben Johnson for the Lions. I could I eat shit on this, and I could look really stupid because it is a, a foolish thing to say, considering some of the teams. You left are in the full AFC. hearty. But You're full I, hearty. I like I like what I'm seeing from the Texans. I feel like it's more legit than um, maybe people previously thought. All right, that'd be really cool. Let's see what Move happens. Move along. 
So, like you know I would. So, speaking of swag, we had Taylor Swift and Mama Kelsey swag surfing in this game. Chiefs beat the Dolphins 26-7 to in an absolute stinker. The only score for the Dolphins so was a boring. fucking lollipop duck from Tua that was, like, hanging in the air where Tua had to cut back, like, 10 yards against his route, against his momentum, catch it, break a tackle. So, it was all him. Uh, Tua played... What did I say? You said Tua had to do that. Tua threw it. Tyreek had to readjust the route because it was horribly underthrown. Caught it. Made a play. That was the only touchdown for the Dolphins. This was a blowout. This was honestly a better defensive performance than offensive performance by the Chiefs. Not too much to say in this one because it was very one-sided. Obviously, there was the like the, the cold was a factor. It was like worrisome on whether or not players should be playing in that cold of a temperature, a historically cold game. One of the coldest ever. Um, so cold that when Pat Mahomes had a helmet to helmet collision, it exploded the side of his fucking helmet. I've and never seen anything ever, like that. I like screamed. I was like, t- I go, oh, I go, oh my God, Mahomes broke his helmet. I just couldn't yeah. believe it. That's like I some fucking. I was very worried at the time, but he was shit. Yeah, so it was I was weird I was that there was no like he didn't have to sit out of play or like time exactly out or equipment time exactly out or anything, but whatever they whatever. seemed to make it that it was like not an injury concern it was like a the material d- didn't withstand the cold correctly but I don't know it looked kind of something maybe you should have an independent neural consultant flag that let's just say um, going to this game though. Tua played really badly. This is a this is a talking point amongst fans. People are considering whether or not he should be the guy going forward. He is a distributor of the ball, but when situation is not perfect, he can have a stinky game like this. Um, he doesn't face pressure very well, and he's an anticipatory thrower. Also, when you when you ask him to play in inclement weather, he doesn't have the arm strength to rip it and drive it. That's just a fact. Pat was showing off the arm talent that he could do it, which made Tua look even worse by comparison. You don't need, you don't need to have to, you don't need that cannon to, to earn your spot as a starter. I have no, I have no doubt that Tua is the guy for Miami. I, I, the fact I don't that matter think is, they should move on from him, but this gonna... is what happens in a playoff game. If that's the guy you trot out there, he's not going to be able to win you a game. You have to. Well, you have a couple like, options. You have to, There's still ways yeah. where that works. Like if you're then if you become the one seed, if you guys win some fucking football games against good teams, exactly. Miami can be the one seed and run the table, and the Super Bowl won't be in bad weather. If the dice shakes out the right way, maybe it, the the game isn't in a Kansas City or a Buffalo, but. That's just what it is. If you legit think that Tua can't play in the cold in the playoffs, I think I think that's pretty forward thinking. I'd focus on the fact that Tua and Mike McDaniel just went to the playoffs. Like, I don't know. Let me ask you this. I've seen comments about it. I I think that there's truth to it. Now, I, I'll admit, I haven't watched the rest of uh, HBO's in-season Hard Knocks, which this might even answer my question, so I should circle back on that. But do you think Mike McDaniel's weirdo shtick holds up when the team faces adverse adversity at some point next season and starts losing? You think he'll stop being funny? I'm saying that kind of a shtick. sick of it. Sick of it. I'm saying, do you think that that Media will wear or thin? locker room? Locker room really quickly if, if things turn south what do you mean by south how bad would it have to be like because uh, i don't all know right, so like they, I, they were i think a, they're they all very entrenched i think they all really love each other i think that that works you're the you're the stony sounding uh hipster youth wearing like nikes and baggy chinos um on the sideline like you've got your own little weird way of like your cadence of speaking and he's your pretty likable He's very likable, right? But does that immediately become the most annoying thing you've ever fucking heard and seen when you start losing and you're blaming the coach on it? I don't, I don't. Because think... you know what, Dan Campbell, that'll continually be fine even if you go through ups and downs. Because that's just a player's coach, old school, um, uses analogies, is always going to be like crying for your. Dan fucking Campbell's players. not performative either like that's the thing and i'm not saying saying, i'm not saying that's not mike mcdaniel's uh actual personality just like of course it's dan campbell's actual personality but the difference is um one is a little more uh thought out and performative it's just true 
Um, that's he's a he's he's comedic. He's funny. Uh, I think that no matter who you are, it always is better if you're winning. So I don't think that's exclusive to Mike McDaniel. But uh, is it McDaniel's? Am I saying McDaniel? Mike McDaniel's. I keep doing Randall McDaniel, the Vikings Hall of Famer. I think it's Mike and McDaniel's. Like, yeah, um, sorry about that. Let me say Mike. this, Luke. You forget that when he first got the job and they kind of sucked, we both thought he was really annoying. And I don't forget. They were good this I, year, I don't know how we thought he was really funny, and we thought they were such a cool story. I'm trying to be a reporter and and be indifferent, but I'm a little. Uh, it's an opinion show. I think he's. I think his shtick, quote unquote, is a little annoying now. But um, I think that if there's something I'm starting to realize amongst like how a team and their coaching staff feels about one another, and then how the media says it is, might actually be more different than I ever realized uh, previously. I'm starting to feel like locker rooms and their and their coach or whatever it's like a it's like a pretty tight like brotherhood that goes without saying of course but i feel like the way we take those things and these stories that you're coming up with right now are stuff that people like us on a podcast come up with come up with i don't know if that's necessarily like if a locker room is that easy to shake i guess so also andy reed had really cool frozen mustache all right, it's not. let's Frozen's go. Not. Let's go to the next blowout on the schedule. This was the early game on Sunday, and by early I mean afternoon because the Bills game got pushed due to blizzard conditions. Uh, the Packers absolutely ran over the Cowboys, and the score blowout. kind of indicates it may be a little close. It wasn't close. Let me. The tell score you. is bullshit. You see forty something to thirty something. Yeah, forty-eight to thirty-two, but it was not mm-hmm. that close. Those it was are an absolute garbage blowout. time. Those are scores Dak put in stats after they pulled Jordan. Yeah, he go. I've never seen anything like it. I want to say right now, we Break went into down, the. Luke. Oh my Talk god! Talk to him, Luke. We went into the second quarter and Dak Prescott hadn't completed a pass. You have C.D. Lamb, and you didn't complete a pass in the entire and first Lamb quarter. C.D. Lamb was letting him know it. Hosting. A playoff game how is that possible i'm like literally like i want to rip my hair out how is that possible he um, was throwing pick sixes i i didn't the last thing i wanted as a vikings fan not in the playoffs is to watch the packers go uh, go into fucking jerry world and fuck the cowboys up at will and that's precisely what the packers riding a high been very hot of late and jordan love riding a high and very hot of late are, are doing like the Packers went in and got a playoff win one year removed from Rogers first year of, of Jordan love and Lafleur's reign together. And I'm impressed. I truly am. Uh, it sucks as a Vikings fan because I don't want to see it, but they absolutely dismantled them. Absolutely took them apart. Like uh, they were at Shanahan said something today uh, where he's like, basically said uh, they, they basically started preparing the Niners basically started preparing for the, pa- uh, the Packers in the second quarter. Th- yeah. Second and then quarter, a, and then he and said then, and for sure early third. Quarter. Yeah. Then, then he's like, then the Cowboys scored and we weren't sure, but yeah. And it's yeah. like, it's a blowout. It was an absolute fucking like just laughable. Took him to the fucking cleaners. Dude. It, it, and, and, I don't know. I feel bad seeing the Packers win, but at the same time, the Cowboys did this to the Vikings last season <laughs> where they, like, pulled our game off TV. So I kind of don't mind seeing it. And it's always interesting to to see uh, a big-name dynasty fall. Like, you know, you always root for the underdogs in the playoffs. It makes me th- ask myself a lot of questions. Dak is generationally wealthy based on the deal Jerry broke him off. I thought he deserved it. I think he's worthy of it. He was god awful in the playoffs. So bad, game. like god awful. Um, he threw like a seventy yard pick six to Savage. If I'm I don't, not mistaken, I don't see how you can stay with Mike McCarthy. But Aiden, you told me before the episode. Yeah, well, I'll just say quickly: this game in the even in the middle of the game, this was leading to a lot of rampant uh, dialogue, speculation that maybe you don't keep Dak Prescott and retain him and re-sign him, and maybe you don't keep McDaniel's, but. Uh, McCarthy. <clears throat> yes, McCarthy. <clears throat> Sorry. Reports have come out just this night before we started recording that um, they are reportedly going to continue on with McCarthy, McCarthy and he will play out the final year of his contract or coach next year. 
Yeah, we'll see. Take over for me. I fumbled yeah, that. No, you're fine. We'll see. I mean, like, uh, he's in his last year. If they don't, if they come out and and don't perform well, I can see Jerry pulling the plug early on in the year. Um, I'm shocked that he would stick with McCarthy just based on, you know, McCarthy took over the play calling, and that's the play calling you have in the playoffs. Like Jerry's running out of time i don't mean to sound morbid but that's the headspace i'm in i gotta go to a funeral this weekend for my uncle rest in peace to my uncle dick um and life's life's short man like and jerry's been pretty vocal about that so i'm surprised he's willing to and what my opinion i don't want to say wasting another year because you know you do have to start up from scratch if you hire a new coach and he has been taking you to the playoffs but man, what's the difference between getting to the wild card and getting embarrassed or losing at, at week eighteen? There's not much of a difference. They got embarrassed, dude. By embarrassed the seed. by the like, by the last team to make on. it into the playoffs for the uh, NFC. Once again, high school looking highlights. Cowboys like, were the Love two. They were the two seed. This Where was, was supposed Micah? to be the slam dunk. Where Micah, was Micah? I, I saw him get like shoulder checked early and he was holding his shoulder and then i didn't see anything out of him the rest of the game um you know i have to eat crow by saying that last week i was very skeptical of jordan love's talent and success and then he goes out there this week and plays a perfect game a perfect game where he looked incredible and um it really makes me upset because if he continues this way um, it's looking like they may have found another good quarterback. We and... are witnessing a franchise that develops quarterbacks. Yeah. And what dude, the we, fuck? I did not think that the distance between the Bears and the Vikings and the Packers and the Lions was that large. Record-wise, th- it was not. Uh, Andy, I thought that the way that we played each other, other than the Bears, how the Bears played the Packers was blowouts both times. Packers but and the Bears, the Vikings at the end of the year, too. Yeah, so the Packers have been the one that kind of did good against their own division, but the bears bullied the lions and the bears played very competitively with the Vikings both times. So I like going into the early playoff stretch with us out as our teams out in the NFC North, I thought that chasm wasn't really that big seeing how the lions played against what we think is a pretty well-coached Rams team and seeing how the Packers played against the second seeded team in the NFC that won 12 games. Cowboys were good they, this year. A loaded roster with a fucking head coach candidate, defensive coordinator, um, with CD Lamb playing out of his mind, with Dak Prescott being in MVP races at certain points of the year. They absolutely laid an egg, and it should call into question people in power, um, potentially Dak being the quarterback. I mean, they're going to continue with him. He's too good not to, and they don't have the you ammunition have to, to. But, like, I was in the – when we were watching it unfold, I thought we were going to hear something crazy. Like, I thought I thought it was going to be a house cleaning. I, I, I think, like, keep CD, keep Micah. It was – You. it has to be infuriating. Dak, get, get, it, get Belichick or Harbaugh. Like, I, I don't know. And draft one of these new kids. I, I don't know, man. I'm, I have respect I'm going to tell Jerry. you this right I now. I respect Jerry very, very much. He rides with people, uh, all, you know, to, to death, almost to a fault, arguably. He did it with Jason Garrett, too. Um, he, he hung out. He, he stuck with Tony Romo for a very long time. He's very, very loyal. Um, he's not as cutthroat. So I do respect it, but you got to running out of time. As Luke would say, Um, I'll also say this and I'll lean more into it when I do my draft coverage, but the first three picks in the draft, the bears, then um, Washington at number two. So maybe kind of arguable with Sam Howell and the number three, the Patriots, all three of those teams need quarterbacks in some way or another. So all of the teams that, are in the later parts. Like if you want to be in the conversation Cowboys and you want to move on from Dak, it's going to be difficult to get a talented guy because there's a strong chance three quarterbacks go in the first three picks. I'm not sure if you you want to go to number one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And if you want to go to number one, you're paying everything. We're getting Micah for sure. We're going to get Micah for sure. If you want to do that, it's cool to stick. Like I said, I'm, I'm happy they're sticking with everybody, but man, next year it is hot seat. Like, hot seat and we know 
everyone was like how could this have happened we know what the cowboys do as of late in the playoffs we've seen them go lay stinkers i mean they're i don't know what it is the thing that stood out to me was this was a scared team this was a team scared to lose they had all of the weight of expectation on them they were at home they were the super bowl i darling. thought they were special this year i was seeing like, the cowboys super Bowl. they thought this why. was their year and they go out there scared and the fucking packers are on fire right now jordan love is playing out of his mind in the second half of the season so and there i'm you not go. a cowboy hater it's absolutely good for the nfl <coughs> if the if the you know barring the vikings getting the chance to go a cowboys super bowl sounds amazing like that sounds fantastic that's the big leagues that's like so I just I want it to happen, and I know so many Cowboys fans want it to happen. I, I don't. It would know. have been a lot funnier if it wasn't the Packers doing it. The Packers oh doing it left Pissed a sour taste in my mouth. Pissed me off. All right, Luke. Let's talk about one of the actually competitive games: Rams versus Lions. Lions come out victorious, twenty-four to twenty-three. So to summarize this one, we had a back and forth matchup. Actually, let me just start from the beginning because. Important <laughs> to talk about these two quarterbacks. Yeah. In the beginning of the game, the home team Detroit Lion fans booed Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure why that is a thing when the like organization traded him away and he literally played through injuries for you. Um, but I think the, it's fucked. I I I think it's I kind of. I think it's. I would have. I would have bet say, my me. life. I would have bet my life that they were going to like I did it was a given they were going to applaud him like standing ovation I would have bet my life they should they should I and so I They're like just, fuck you we're going to win this yeah, yeah! I, I mean that and they did um And they did and then they the, the amount of love given to Jared Goff in this game by not only the fans with the chanting and then Campbell. at the post game Campbell saying Jared Goff you're good enough for Detroit really cool to see uh moving even but to talk about the game this was a back and forth affair where Puka was popping off, St. Brown was popping off, uh, Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs were playing well, and the leads were swapping going through it. It was the first actually competitive wild card game. It was back and when forth. When we get to the end, I thought and Luke thought, and I know this from our messaging, that there were some questionable decisions that were made because towards the end, you had a chance, if you're the Rams, to go kick a field goal and take the lead. And instead, they're on a third and long, and they go for a throw that they miss. And then they end up punting it down one point, Mm -hmm. and then they lose the game with, I think, four minutes left. Just let them run Uh, Detroit Detroit milks the clock with all the momentum and all the crowd energy in the world. And two running backs, which are playing well. David Montgomery gets those hard yards. That's what he's good at. Jameer Gibbs is a fucking water bug. He's here and then he's over there. He's so quick. Th- that was a given. I don't know on that third and long how you don't try to get the ball it to felt, your running back, Kyron Williams or something, yeah. and get in field goal range and take the lead and at I least put some pressure yeah, on Jared Goff to have to go get in field goal range. But that iced it. And that was – you see the look of despair, the severity – on Sean McVay's face, um, you see some emotion with Matt Stafford, who got his like lights knocked out at one point. Yeah, in the game. I want to talk about that because, like, what's the deal? I just mean, like, do do concussion protocols and people watching up in the booth like that goes out the window when it's a, a star of like a, a like of the Rams in the playoffs? I'm shocked. I'm absolutely shocked that Matt Stafford didn't have to like be pulled from that game. I know he went to the tent. I know they cleared him. I don't think I agree because that dude absolutely got knocked out cold. Like that dude was knocked unconscious. His eyes were bugging up, like rolling back out of his fucking out of his skull. His hands were starting to to clinch up in that same moment. Like I am shocked he went back in, and I hope he's okay. Like in the long run, I hope he's okay. It was a shot, dude. He put his head on the back of the turf hard. Yeah, it is sad to see. Um, I'm not sure what they do. I'm assuming they do some kind of neurological, like base function testing. I'm whatever. I'm not trying to call anybody out and, and say somebody say didn't this. do their job properly. No, but I'm just saying I, based on the criteria I've watched all season, where people are in the game and literally get called down by the voice of God from people up in the booth to come out of the football game, and I I don't know. I want to say this, and I'm not sure if this is something I even should say, but like 
I mean, I've gone through neurological workups in my own medical history, so I can I can make assumptions on the baseline neurological testing they're likely doing in that blue medical tent it, for acute neurological stuff when they pull them and have them go into that pop-up tent. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they're doing baseline checks, like can you touch certain things on your body? Can you resist pulling? Can you push? Can sure, you sure. move your hands? Like. But when they start doing questions and at for checking your memory, checking your acuity and things, there has to be some ways that people can lie when they truly know that yeah. they took a fucking shot. And I don't yeah. know if that's something I should. Talk I don't know. About, I just want consistency. I guess, and, and maybe said, I'm wrong. That's my maybe answer. I'm that's my answer. Yeah, that that would be my answer. Because if you're saying why sometimes are they getting pulled out and they're coming back in immediately? Why? And if you're saying why are sometimes they, they're not pulled out at all there, I totally agree. There I get that he went to the tent. I'm just shocked that Carson Wentz didn't enter that football game for the rest of right. it. And I didn't wish that on the Rams and I'm sure Stafford wanted to go back in. I'm sure everybody and their brother wanted Stafford to go back in. I'm just saying if we have decided that we're going to try and make the, the game safer, no, just, I agree. I, I'm not. Know, I'm not trying uh, to disagree. Tua, Tua, saying, I really think that like that was like that was a traumatizing. No, thing. I get it. I'm just saying. I think the reason why some of them are quicker and some of them don't actually come out of the game are likely due to like the ways players sure. are handling Copy that interaction. That. Well, you know what I mean. Well, we don't. We don't know. We don't know. It'd be interesting to. It'd be interesting to have like somebody that does that like uh, on the pot or something. We're don't not paint famous. Me out to be a villain. Next, we have the Bills beating the Steelers, also not super competitive. Josh Allen looked phenomenal, and this very boring game. I don't have too much to say. Like, the Steelers – His, like, how long was that rush for that touchdown run? So there was a little bit of controversy Third high school highlight, Josh Allen, the quarterback, goes up the gut for, like – 50, 60 yeah. yards. Oh, it was beautiful. had to have been. He stutters in mid, like in the midfield. Then he just jets off to the He's left. A big giant. Here's the issue. He's a giant. A lot of people said he fake slid there, and that's why <gasps> he didn't get tackled when he boosted. Remember I when he did that. that little boost? Okay. So he did a little hip drop move, and then he like scooted. Oh, so like maybe that's why it was so cool. Either way, it was cool. Kenny Pickett was infamous for his fake slide in college, um, and yeah, he's yeah. the quarterback for the Steelers. No, they they got it's Mason's town. Yeah, but I mean Mason was the one starting the game, but I'm just saying just know, to connect the dots. Um yeah, the the Steelers had nothing going. They had a couple like play they had like a play to Deontay Johnson and I remember vividly at one point George Pickens geeking out on the sideline because mm-hmm. he thought he was held on an arguable play. Um I left the house at the end of this game at one point because I had to step out and grab something. Mm-hmm. So it was a very Die. boring game. Die. There were some cool highlights. Uh, the Bills are supposed to win that game. I watched probably um, three quarters of it. I. This love... is how it should have went for the Cowboys versus the Packers, by the way. The two seed versus seven seed. This is how it's supposed to line up. I love the, the folks that went to the game and braved the elements, um, especially the Bills Mafia. That's a sweet fan. That's a sweet fan base. Um, like. I think I could say two things. On one hand, getting paid $20 and, like, getting a food voucher, $20 an hour and getting a food voucher to have, like, people come out and shovel snow at the stadium, which is what the Bills organization offered. Yeah, on one very hand, cool PR move. On one hand, that's the coolest thing in the world, and I'd do it for fucking free if it were the Vikings, you know what I mean? And I can think of a lot of people in my family that feel the same. On the other hand, you're – pretty big company well you're a pretty big organization i think you could offer more than that i think you could take care of your well, you would your, bring your in a professional and, crew like, if you're uh, offering more because well, if you're offering more okay. than 20 dollars an hour okay bring in professionals then do that, that then do yeah, that yeah that's what i'm like, saying what the i fuck? think it was more for the pr in my opinion the pr is gorgeous but it just also like reeks of like i think it was like waving a crispy dollar bill at like people i that, didn't take it that way i, I was like i leave that way at the very is, end is way more than minimum wage in a lot of places true and still more than 15 which and is the minimum again it, it, it feels like an incentive if you're a bills fan and i'm a vikings fan and would do this at the stadium you get to go to the field and like say no, you, like so that's a take, fucking amazing story as a fan, I, and I love I, it. Yeah, 
I totally get where you're coming from. My take was like, it almost came off to me that they they lean into their fan base being devout and insane. And they were like, all right, maybe we can get the fans in to do shoveling of the seats. But it would look bad if we weren't weren't to pay them. So well, they're like, well, there what was could a we travel ban in place. Like, you know, yeah, what I know. Mean? like it was so hard I to guess. Ban- so I thought that they threw in the pay and the meal stuff to make it not look bad on them. But you're saying it makes them look bad. Like they're not paying enough. <laughs> it looks kind of scummy. <laughs> I don't know. I, oh my I guess god! I, I guess I disagree. Um, I, I, I also because disagree with that take. People, I'm on. I'm on either side because I'd do it for free again. That's what I'm saying. So, it seems like they had people that would have wanted to do it for free. Right, but just because somebody will do a job, like this is some like Huckleberry Finn shit. <laughs> like uh, I don't know. It just feels a little shitty. Um, and they didn't even get them all cleaned off before the game started. Right. Uh, uh, people were fucking around, too. I- I'd be fucking around for $20 and a hot dog. But it's $20 an Dude, hour. Dude, they, they had the ramps that was t- that were taking the, sh- the snow shoveled off the seats <laughs> down the levels to the base of the stadium. <laughs> and there so was, fun. like, this shirtless dude just fucking riding down it like a slide swinging his arms i love the stadiums that are in the actual like residential area like the packers are like this too uh it's it's so fucking like ideal it's picturesque for like a fan base to literally be steps away from their it feels like college too feels like a college stadium it does give it a little bit more of that collegiate feel let's talk lastly about the monday night game this was another blowout, and this one was really sad to see. The NFC East did not come to play in these playoffs. The Buccaneers beat the Eagles, and the Buccaneers were at home. It was a key thing in this. Beat them down 32-9. to The Eagles did not score a touchdown. They only had field goals. Uh, Baker was out there having the best time of his life making plays. People would. are rightly singing his praises. Luke got this one right as well. You know? Knowing that they had lost like four of their last five or five of their last six, whichever, um, I I really was thinking maybe pick the Tampa Bay, but I kept leaning into siding with the talent on the roster, which bit me on this one because you came out ahead one pick. Um, This was an absolute fucking letdown from the Eagles, which led to dejection on the sideline, led to tempers flaring, emotion spilling over. Dallas Goddard was like jawing with... Herb, like, dude, Hertz didn't even look like he gave a fuck the whole game. Do you notice that? He was rolling his eyes, not making eye contact at anything. He looked completely out to of it. To be fair, he's always very even keel. Like, always. He doesn't ever say stuff even when he's, like, excited. He looked like he was, like, blowing raspberries and ro- rolling his eyes. <laughs> he did not. He looked a dude, little that's disheveled. exactly what he, he looked, looked like. He looked alone, and he me? looked separate from the team. He wouldn't um, even make eye contact when dejected, players were trying to talk to him. Not disheveled. Dejected is the word. Dejected. I I yeah. yeah. He looked okay. like he didn't care. That was the problem. Mm, yeah. They got blown out by the Buccaneers. And they the Buccaneers have talent. But, like, dude, that was a bad showing. So the badly Baker that Mayfield that coach was line. getting called. The t- People oh, dude, were Todd, calling for those coaches. My man, Todd Bulls, getting a, a, a playoff win. That makes me feel so fucking good. Uh, this goes back into developing and, like, uh, like Bruce Arians to to work with Todd Bowles as long as he did and to have a plan in place a, su- a, su- a succession plan excuse me succession uh, uh, this goes back to what I was saying about love but in a, a coaching sort of perspective like you develop a coach and Todd Bowles has taken over a team that just won a Super Bowl with Tom Brady not too long ago that we all assumed was gonna be just scrap metal for the next I few, mean, few years. I thought you know they were I mean? going to be trying to tank, but I knew they still had talent. But So I was like, it's a good spot this for Baker shocking. to land. Neither he seized this. it. No, no, I didn't think this would happen. Trust me. I thought they would be competing for the number one pick. But I was like, they still have some talent. Baker so it's a just good played spot himself into for a Baker fucking to land. bag. Yeah. He, and, and I don't know who, where it'll be. I, I can't guarantee it'll be there. I think it'll be there. It should be there. But who, the I'm draft just pick saying, will be too high now. It's going to be there. They're going to keep him. He just I'm, won a playoff game for them. I agree, but I'm just saying he doesn't have to stay there. He's on a one-year deal. He's on a cheap one-year deal. Oh, they can franchise tag him if they need oh, to. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just saying I could see a lot of teams that would consider Baker Mayfield following that performance. I think season. he's going to get a – I think he – why Why not get a Daniel Jones contract if you're Baker Mayfield? Why not? To go from the the Browns got rid of him after he gave after the, he gave the Browns playoff playoff victories. It, maybe it's only one. 
Uh, one, and this dude went to Carolina, got fucking bumped along to the Rams for the end to the end of a season, got bumped along on a cheap one year to the Buccaneers, and and comes out swinging this late in his career. I mean, not late in his career, Baker, but in the middle of his career, team. certainly. He was playing scout team D line at one point on the Panthers. It was so bad. I'm such a fan. He's earned my respect uh, a, a long time ago. Uh, I used to waffle, and I don't anymore. Um, I, it was awesome, dude. And he plays so goddamn confidently. I love it. I still think it's kind of funny his throwing motion and the way he throws. It's almost yeah, like he's, he's just a gamer. It's like how an it's like how an actor, like a hot actor, would throw a football, almost a little <laughs> bit robotic. You know what I'm talking about? Sure, it does. Sure. It's not super fluid. It's more of like a chunk throw. Like he's well, he's, he's built it. he's built a little different than That's some what of I'm the saying. physically than the, so some like, of the other starters in the league too. Like, like he's Jordan a bulky Love dude. can do the arm slots. Uh, Pat Mahomes in the playoffs can do arm slots. So can uh, Josh Allen. And then Baker's kind of like a chunk his body's throw. You'll a little notice more it. Mushed together. Yeah. If you if you pay attention to his throwing motion in this next playoff game, you'll notice it. I'm um, excited. That was the wild, super wild card weekend. Great slate of games. Really wish they would have been more competitive. But, Luke, let's talk about the upcoming divisional matchups. We've got four of them spanning Saturday and Sunday. I can't guarantee these will be much more competitive. Sorry to say. We will see. So, firstly, on Saturday, we have the Texans, Red Hot, visiting the Ravens off of a bye. Luke, tell me what you think in this one. You're going to pick first because you are up by one. That is crazy. I'm riding. What do I have to lose? I'm gonna pick Houston. Uh, this is are. fun. Like I lost the jersey fun. bet. Yeah. Like I. I'm. I am gonna help write the storyline of Stroud going to the AFC title as a rookie. Mark Sanchez Stroud did boys, it. Stand why back. Can't, why can't CJ Stroud do stand it? Stand by. Um. um yeah. That's a good point. Incredible. Why not him? And Lamar in the playoffs sucks. And I love Lamar. Huge fan. But this dude is already like giving me more more playoff hope than Lamar ever has. I'm just on paper. So Lamar had an MVP caliber season. He uh, did. But Regular seasons are week, amazing. I love Here's them. the thing. A week off can either hurt your team in form, I think it, hurts. It, it it can either hurt your team in the form of your rapport with different players and um how up to speed everybody is or it can help by getting everybody rested. Now let I'm me just say Real fast. In scouting, in extra scouting, but good. Obviously, the one seed, and obviously, even if Balt, even if Lamar doesn't get him, the Baltimore defense is fucking hardcore. So I know I'm gambling here, but I just I have a feeling. I got it. Yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. I think they're a really talented team. I think that during the regular season, they were the best team in the in NFL during the regular season. So I mean, thirteen maybe, wins this year, right? Yeah, and they beat the hell out of the next team. I'm going to talk about the other one seed on the NFC side. But the Texans might just be the best team in the playoffs right now. The hottest, at least, is what I mean. all that matters. And that could be all that matters. So it's a cool storyline. It's fun. I'm eating it up. We only have a few more weeks of this. Next, we have the Packers at 49ers. So we have another number one seed matchup on Saturday. I'll pick first in this one. Luke. I get why you're going to pick the Packers here. Oh, I totally I'm not going to. Ah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to pick the 49ers. Um, I think their roster is really good. I really just want the Packers to lose. I don't want them to be good. I don't want Jordan Love to keep playing like this. It fucking kills Love, me. I think Jordan Love will play just fine in this game. I really do because he's looking good. But um, the Niners are the team, in my opinion. Good. Oh, my Lord. Like the the roster is a Madden roster, I just so think we both that, have Niners in this. Of one. course, of course, and yeah. Brock Purdy is gonna pop the fuck off. Both head coaches from the same coaching tree. Both have bad blood with each other. Don't like each other, so that'll be cool. We'll see what happens with this one. Um, you know, Jordan. Let's see if Jordan Love crashes back down now, to earth. Or if uh, he... On the other hand, if the Packers go to the NFC Championship this year, I am going to be, be literally. I will yeah. just be like, nobody talk to me for a week. Like I will. You be know so what I sad. don't want to see, Luke? Is <laughs> oh my I God. If the Packers are playing the Lions in the NFC Championship, oh game, my God! I was saying this to Taylor. Inconsolable. The NFC North and all NFC North NFC title. Oh, and then man. it comes down to a nail biter in overtime, and they're like, oh, "Wow, I cannot." The, the announcers are like, 
Could you imagine being a Vikings or Bears fan right now? Not being in position to see a game oh like this God, in your lifetime. Dude. Oh, that's so sad. It's a Jared crazy. Goff, Jordan Love game of the ages. Man, divisional rivals in a NFC title or AFC title does sound phenomenal. But Yeah. Niners. Okay, me as well. On Sunday, we have Buccaneers at Lions. Luke, tell me what you think. Take him to the chorus. This one really bums me out because I don't want to pick the Lions, and I know I I should. Um, I want more, and I know I shouldn't. Um, And that's how I feel about Baker. I I want more. He's not getting Uh, another bite of the apple here. Sorry. I think... Hoyever! You can throw <laughs> that pu- you can that. throw that pigskin up know. to Mike Evans. You know what I mean? He, he's I, gonna catch yeah, it. He, well, no, I don't know, dude. He <laughs> dropped a he dropped an absolute fucking dime. He did. Uh, the other you're night. right. But sorry about the um, cough, by the way. You're fine. Uh, oh, God. I'm apologizing to the people Damn who it. listen. I'm gonna average two upsets a week. I'm going with the Buccaneers. I'm gonna count on this not hitting, but last week you did well, so I'm taking the Lions. Um, I also think Logical they're a hot pick. team. They're at I'm just home. making it fun. Sorry I'm giving the viewer, the listeners no, something to live for. I get it, man. For. I get it. Um, that fan base is going to be rabid in this game because obviously the last one meant a lot with all the storylines. I wasn't super with impressed with them in that game, though. Okay, but it was a hard-fought game. It was. It was a good game, and that's what, they've, that's what they're built for. They're built for a dogfight. If if the Buccaneers shoot out ahead early, I, think it, I don't no, know what will happen. I think this happen. is going to be another game just like that. I think it's going to be down to the wire. I think it's going to be a couple of those Dan Campbell choosing to go for it on a fourth down or I'm a fake punt or afraid. something, and they need to hit. And if they don't, T- Tampa Bay could win this game. I'm damn you afraid have Baker of Mayfield in the fucking. Oh yeah, he's good. He's got he's blue hair so right now. He's so good. He's so good, dude. And Hutchinson's getting sacks. Yeah, we're, we fucking suck, dude. I just can't pick I can't pick an NFC North team to go to the title this year. Just, just so you it. know, just I need to say this just to feel good about myself. If I heard this correctly earlier today on another podcast, um, no team in the history of the NFL, at least since like the 40s, has had the possession of the number one pick in the draft and won more than three games in the season. The Bears are uniquely in a situation where they're not a terrible team, yeah. but in position. So the teams, no, your GM there are teams who've won. Yeah, better, there's teams like, who he should restructure his contract to make more. <laughs> immediately, there are teams who have had possession of the number one pick who had won more than three games who traded up for it, but none that were sitting there already without giving up that capital. So Again, last GM game looks like an absolute mogul. I had to say it. Genius. I had to say it. No, and I, I also read a little thing where maybe the Vikings might be interested in uh, a little certain Mr. Unlimited. Is that true? I called I that saw a little thing. Mr. Unlimited. Oh, you gotta be unlimited. I could, gotta be unlimited. I could absolutely see him working out in Minnesota. I said that on the show. I, I mean, think. look at how him and Justin Jefferson were vibing high off of those edibles at the, <laughs> and at the, the pro bowl skill challenge. They were. And also JJ is a nice guy. He likes Kirk too. Like he's, he's like always gone to bat for Kirk. Like, yeah, he gets Why frustrated in a football game when things aren't working out perfectly. Cause he's a human being. Chiefs at Bills. I think this is such you gotta a, be a unlimited. All right, this is such a nice little matchup, especially because the playoff overtime rules got changed because of a divisional Chiefs and Bills matchup a this few is years sick. back. This is sick match. So it leads to such sick, a good nasty matchup. This is a rivalry. This is a QB matchup that we love to see. Now both teams have withstood some adversity this year. But they still ended up in the divisional round facing each other. Now, will the Bills and the McDermott fighting um, Freedom Be Fighters, <laughs> Freedom Be Fighters, inshallah, inshallah, they will win this game. No chance, dude. I think. I think. Th- I've got yeah, the Bills. Josh at home. Good, good for you. I don't. I have the Chiefs. Um, and here, I've got and let the me Bills tell you. Home. Let me tell you why. Actually, you go ahead and tell me why. Why? Yeah, I just I have a good why. feeling about it. You know, it's they funny. They beat the Steelers. You want to know it's funny? I actually had the Chiefs. But then I just, when I was saying that joke, 
you made it seem like I picked the Bills, and I stood on business. So I'm just going to go ahead and pick the hey, Bills. I, I swear fully, to God. Here's the I thing. I think it could go either way. I was this they're close at, to picking the they're Bills. They're at home. I don't the like the Chiefs. Home. I think that they're little fucking crybabies this whole year. And I think Josh Allen can win you games and lose you games. Maybe he goes out and wins you this game. Sir, I'm going to pick him. Are you aware this is Patrick Mahomes' first away playoff game? I'm very aware. That's another reason. I think That's that he's wild. a spoiled little baby. I think the the Chiefs are a, a little out of gas, in my opinion. But at the same time, Rashi uh, Rice like elevated that wide receiver play last week for sure. I don't. I trust the I trust the Chiefs in the playoffs the way I would always trust Tom Brady in the playoffs. So I I'm not going to pick against them when I truly believe Josh Allen is like liable to cough up the ball four times any way the wind blows. So it hasn't happened in yeah, a little while, it. but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen on Sunday. I believe that that's where it's going to – I mean, like, I think Chris Jones and the boys are going to be down his throat. Um, I think the Chiefs are are excited to continue to prove something. I think they got some media attention they didn't necessarily want, uh, warranted or not. Their defense played great last week. And uh, they want to shut everybody up. And Mahomes is in this for the long haul. He wants to do this every year. He's he's oh in, my he God. wants to do this every year. I'm just now remembering that the Bills have so many injuries on their defense. Oh no! You can I pick the Chiefs. I don't myself. care. I don't mind. Uh, no, Go back okay. on it. No. You have to say, but you have to say you're a little. Nope. I don't hung. have to say anything. Nope. <laughs> I'm a grown up. I, I like do your anything. jersey today. Thank I you, made one of my defensive me. tackles on. I edited his number to be 71 today. Just. So oh, know. thanks, man. That's my number. Yeah, Sick. I know. Um, I'm 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 obsessed with putting players in the Revo helmets from our era of high school, um, yep. and I never Revo realized speed. that we are. But but even the ones before that, you got Revo Speed senior year. You and the I Skill know. Kids, we didn't. Yep. So I was still in my Revo. I and, had the um, I had shut. I had a shut rounded one before yeah, that. Remember, I yeah, had the I had the I had the I had the this kid shouldn't be on the team helmet. So did Grant Colgan though, and he was a he, yeah, I you know. know, like he had been playing for a long time. So the skill kids got their precious. But that's because he had a huge head. And he was the only one that yeah, fit. That's true. Uh, the skill kids got their precious Revo speeds, but I didn't. I still had to rock with the the original Revo. So I have a really weird hyper Fetish? fixated fetish works obsession with like, <laughs> look, look at this look at this flag i have on my wall with the revo of the vikings helmet oh i get yeah. it i yeah, love the like, revo helmet yeah, style I it just, is like they the look bulky helmet now style they in look my, in my head me too me too and i don't think i realized how old i was or how gone they were until i looked around the last couple of years and i'm like wait they don't even make them. No, like they, they have like, like they have gone. the ones with the big like fringe in the front and shit. Like there's really like evolution ones. of revolution, but it's not the revos we had. And some of the face masks are still the exact same. Like Stafford and Kirk Cousins still have that like Peyton Manning old revo face mask, but on the new helmet and yeah. stuff. But for the most part, it's it's just they look all bulky in nineties now. Like which is funny because they were the sleekest, most modern thing in the world when we when yeah. they came out. We loved them. They they had speed in the name, friend. Yeah, when you guys got the Revo speeds, oh my god! I, my favorite Revo speed is the one that's like the triple robot. So it does three like acute angles on the side to where you can like barely see. I put players in that one when I think they're super swaggy. Luke, do you have a take on the gold jerseys, which changed hands almost weekly at different <laughs> positions, meant, meant to absolutely um, burden the mental health of these young growing athletes? Um, I think I think about? I'm I'm think that our coaches uh, used the Stanford Prison Experiment as an <laughs> inspirational tale. Zimbardo, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they t- they tried to pit us against one another Dude, and give certain people imagine, power. Could you imagine? Could you imagine Brad as one of those prison guards given arbitrary power over his Brad friends? He would have beat, beat the, the shit, shit out of us. Out of yeah. us. <laughs> 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 we said it at the same <laughs> time. <laughs> He would have been was like spraying a, was us like a, down with the fire hose, dude. Two by four. Just he, would have been, right he would have been saying it helps with the lice and throwing a bunch of fucking powder on us. He'd fuck us up, dude. Oh, oh, if you give a, lights if you give on. A, fucking punch me right in the chest. Fucking lights a cigarette and puts it out on my face. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, Brad, you don't even oh. smoke. Oh, what's that? No yard time today, slam. <laughs> Yeah, no, he would love to, to dominate us if he could, both physically and uh, emotionally. <laughs> yeah, we love you. Um, we love you, Brad. You know what? 
we love football. We love everybody who listens. We love that this time of year, even though it's coming to an end, it gives us something to look forward to during the week. It gives us storylines. Um, as Can a I... Bears fan, go go. Ahead. Oh no no you go ahead you go ahead. I was I just gonna say, um, the off season for Bears fans is often more action packed than different parts portions of the active season because we're often looking for building and we're never winning games. So the bears are in a unique position. So I'm going to be full bore this off season. Uh, we'll have to find a new way to do draft coverage. Uh, Brad won't be able to be here for the draft spectacular. Um, so maybe I'll have to do it with T or something or figure it out. Maybe I'll have to convince you to watch some prospect highlights. Uh, well, or something. But, now but that, now that the Vikings have a logical uh, path to maybe trade up to one of these uh, important quarterbacks, I might have a lot of studying to do. Yeah, um, go ahead. Hit me with your closing thoughts. I was going to say I feel so good about Houston that I'm listening to, like, H-Town music from when we were kids. I listened to Who Is Mike Jones cover to cover yeah. yesterday, and it really like, made me nostalgic. I and I'm like it. fucking Paul Wall and Bun B and, like, little Kiki and shit. I know I'm <laughs> – I know I'm the – I know we're the two whitest fucks, but it doesn't mean we don't we don't fuck with some hip-hop, dude. Uh, and I just felt like – I mean, gonna, I think you're gonna, pretty gutto with it. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Um – I think I live in cool cities. That's about that's about as as cool as I get. I'm pretty pretty plain pretty plain Jane, pretty Sarah plain and tall. We are very aware of how pasty white we are, but we are also keen appreciators of all cultures. Paul and Wall's we white, love, we're cool. Yeah, we love to partake in all different manners of art. I love to sample <laughs> I love to sample food love from to all different cultures. What about the I snacks you just got? You got steak, Dude. Cheetos? Dude. So we have the international market in Carbondale nearby. There's a lot of international students, so it definitely gets well supported because a lot of international families as well. We have professors, so oh, they're at looking SIU? for Yes, at the at the college. So they're looking for ingredients that they couldn't get locally. So we have a thriving international market on its own. However, certain like snack items they don't always stock. They stock a lot of like base ingredient type stuff. Um, so you'll see different like flavors of Kit Kat from Japan. You'll see different flavors of like Lay's and stuff. But we have a new snack store um, that just opened up in a little strip mall. And D and I went in the other day, and I spent a bunch of money getting a whole bunch of really cool stuff. So I got like a Lion chocolate bar from Germany. I got Hershey's waffle, salted caramel waffle crisps from Korea. I got, like, Fanta that was pineapple grapefruit from Korea. Oh, that sounds so fire. Multi-fruit um, Tropicana that he said had the real fruit juice. The guy who owns it or was running it gave me a tour. Um, I got Cheetos that were steak-flavored, and I got braised beef-flavored Lay's. And D got, like, Spanish tomato-flavored Lay's. And we got a couple other things. We got candy. They had, like, regular American candy as well and buckets and stuff. Um, and old school stuff. They had Zots at one point, but they sold out. They had uh, candy cigarettes. We got some of those. So we got a whole bunch of different cool stuff. And I'll probably go back. I love trying stuff from all different cultures, man. It's that so fun for me. That sounds absolutely mouthwatering. I'm about to have dinner after this. So what a, you know, what a... What a virtual... I'm making salmon Alfredo appetizer. and Luke almost threw up in his mouth. And I'll admit... It doesn't double, sound double, right, double but it's it's really good. Trust me. Yeah, I don't like either. Um, but I respect your taste. You have such a palate. Uh, speaking of SIU, why why I was thinking of it when you said it a second ago, we finally got a release date or a leaked release date for the college football uh, mm. EA sports. It was game, leaked. Right? It was it was actually report refuted by EA, but it was Copy. like leaked pretty heavy as uh, July twelfth. I mean, now, they used to drop in July, right? So that that's it, so. When I said it, I was like, "That's exactly when they dropped it." So like, yeah. that made total sense to me because you always got the football games in back to back summer months, you, and you were playing football time. at the time, and it was all that was life. You were playing football like with your friends. You went home. You ate three ibuprofen. You drank a sweet tea. You took a short nap. You played some Madden. You went back to practice. It was two yeah, days. That's what you did. Yeah, that's what you did. Those are the good and old now, things. And now, if to have you sleep back. wrong, your back hurts. If you eat wrong, your chest and throat hurts. Yes. Um, Spicy food? There's, I wouldn't. There's microplastics in the clouds. I know. Yeah. Dude, you think the air quality here is really bad? <laughs> yeah. Um, but 
uh, as long as I get a college football game that lets me take a minor a minor school yeah. like SIU or Western Escapism. or something and lets me turn them into a, a fucking dynasty, then we're all good. Like, if whatever. I if, if that game actually comes out and is actually good, I might be at risk of like losing in my employment status. I would like, be I will be so excited even if it's just like even if it's just like shit. Yeah, three quarters, half or three quarters as good as it used to be. But I will be over the moon if they go back to like smaller schools and letting you do D one double A schools and stuff. That was really my true joy, and they kind of stopped after mm. the next gen. I uh, don't. Well, think when I say next gen, and the next gen was three sixty, is so long ago. Um, yep. It would. That I was OG Xbox PS two when they were doing yep. that. Yeah, that and, was on GameCube. The original, yeah. And, be, and earlier, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was just talking retro gaming with Luke before we recorded about how on some consoles, there are region codings, so different regions' cartridges or discs don't play on other regions' uh, hardware, like their consoles. So that's the same with Blu-ray discs. But, however, 4K Blu-rays are region-free, and some of the newer gens' um, discs are, for, are region-free as well. I believe PlayStation discs. PS4 and 5, I think, are both region-free. Which is dope, because sometimes games that are rare and collectible will be sold out in one country, but another country will have them. That's so interesting. I never thought about that. You're so, I do that you're with so... Switch all the time, because Switch is region-free. I get Asian-English games all the time, and I get Canadian-French-English games all the time. Did you get Arkham for the Switch yet? No, but it's on sale it's on fun. the eShop. Oh, cool. It's fun. It's like 36. Fun hand. I've never played those games, Luke. I've only I've seen people it. play them. Uh, they're fun. Um, I've never finished any of them, but they definitely, like Spider-Man games, we don't get there without these games, so it, they're a lot of fun. A lot more I wish you would. I wish you'd give Baldur's Gate a try. I know you will not, but I am consumed. I only have I'm, so much time. I'm consumed. You know what's so funny? I said that to you because I didn't have the bandwidth for more Madden, and you gave me shit, and look at me. Look well, at me being a great friend. Enjoy. Something we both enjoy. Well, for NFL Mayo, I've been Aiden. I've been Luke. Thank you and so we, much. You're welcome. And we will talk to you next week, guys. <laughs> All right. Bye. Did you, oh, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs>